Wild Sense I've been on with uh, something fresh and new. And fortunately, I've been dealing with three different issues. Remember how I told you uh, Spotify updated things and basically took the old Anchor software and made some tweaks to it that is making it a little more difficult, probably because I have an older computer, an older iMac. Somebody out there wants to give me a new iMac. I wouldn't really, really mind. No, I'm just kidding. But basically, I have an older iMac. Uh, it's probably 10 years old now um and uh, it really isn't probably uh the best thing to be editing on sometimes especially when i use larger files and i've been recording in a format that has been a little bit more heavy to to be able to generate better uh coverage and so i want to apologize for delays in publishing podcasts i've got episodes that are pending um and uh, that, that should have been out a few days ago. What I'm doing right now is doing a direct recording into my cell phone rather than doing it on my Mac. So let's see if this works better. Also, hate to admit it, but the vision is getting a lot more difficult with uh, a lot of the uh, software I used to use being readily easy for me to see. But unfortunately, uh, as vision gets worse, as my problem is with glaucoma, you um, can't see the little tiny buttons and functions that you used to be able to before. So that said, uh, we do have topics that we have to cover and seen or unseen. I do have new tools that I'm able to use to be able to pick up the pace, hopefully. Now, you know, sometimes I, I like to listen to other people's podcasts and, and, and I try to quote from them and, and just talk about what they're discussing. And it's particularly of interest to me. I am, you know, Catholic. I do attend Catholic Mass uh, here in uh, Queens County or what is better known as the Archdiocese of Brooklyn and Queens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also known as that diocese that makes as much money as Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's one of the most wealthy Catholic dioceses in the United States and in the world uh, in terms of uh, revenue, uh, also in terms of property ownership, also in a lot of terms of a lot of things. It's also under a, a lot of assault. But an assault coming from the Federal Bureau of Investigation is not something new. Let's face it, Protestants don't exactly like Catholics sometimes, and they believe a lot of the anti-Catholic propaganda, and this stuff's been going on since... Uh, what was his name? Al Smith ran for president or ran for mayor, and, and they went after him. And uh, they used every tool at their disposal, Protestants mostly, who were Democrats, using everything from the Ku Klux Klan to the FBI to J. Edgar Hoover's uh, shock troops to make sure that a guy named Al Smith didn't have a chance against uh, Franklin Roosevelt, I think, back then, or was it somebody else? And primarily, the reason for it was just because he was Catholic. And uh, you know, the Protestants don't understand it. They don't. They don't get it. They just don't quite get it. And maybe we don't get them too. But we're both Christians. We both follow the same God. We have the same, pretty much, uh, liturgy and everything else. It's just that the Catholic Church has a few more rituals in the process, which they don't say is in the Bible, and therefore they don't like that. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So, but here's something that both Protestants, Catholics, Jews, and Muslims are very much offended by, and that is when the government tries to 
particularly a government led primarily by atheists, and I'm talking Susan Rice, I'm talking the weird lady, you know, uh, in the, in the White House, uh, the admiral wearing skirts, the, the the whole freak show that is going on in the White House, uh, and all of this stuff that is just you're wondering, you know, uh, is there an anti-Christian movement in church? Is uh, you know going after the church being part of it? It seems rather strange, but the Federal Bureau of Investigation has a lot of agents who do believe in God. I think the vast majority do. And if you go into the military, the vast majority of those that I have covered over the years in the military, the same way. And so with the Catholic Church being influenced and infiltrated, it's something that is kind of risky and dangerous for government to be doing. Well, as I said, I do listen to other people's podcasts, and I do take cues from them and what's going on. And one of those I listen to is The Verdict by Ted Cruz. So let's listen to what Senator Ted Cruz has to say, and let's ask Alexa, please continue Ted Cruz episode. Resuming Verdict with Ted Cruz from Amazon Music. The FBI is targeting Catholics. NBA coaches are attacking the Second Amendment, and Bud Light is going woke trying to use people in the church to basically become, you know, FBI informants. There's also a lot of people that are asking the question now, did the FBI lie to Congress about this, saying, no, 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 we didn't do this, and now it's coming to light that, in fact, this was actually happening? Your initial reaction to that? Well, I think these reports are are very concerning. Uh, We have seen that the Biden Justice Department has a persistent animosity to religious faith. Uh, and that they are willing to weaponize the Department of Justice and the FBI to target people of faith. We've seen that in in a host of different contexts. We've seen that, for example, uh, in their unwillingness to prosecute the protesters who are committing federal crimes by protesting outside the homes of, of Supreme Court justices. And because the Attorney General disagrees with the Dobbs decision, he refuses to prosecute even a single one of them. At the same time, we've also seen the Attorney General, the Department of Justice, and the FBI bring very limited prosecutorial resources to going after violent terrorists who are attacking, who are vandalizing, who who are firebombing crisis pregnancy centers. Again, because their politics uh, they don't prioritize those acts of violence. And, and now, the latest news, we, we knew publicly because of a whistleblower who had leaked it, that one of the field offices, the Richmond field office of the FBI, had written a document that was entitled Interest of, Rat- of Racially or Ethnically Motivated Violent Extremists in Radical Traditionalist Catholic Ideology almost certainly presents new mitigation opportunities. And so this this memo, it was called a domain perspective, was leaked by a whistleblower. And when Chris Ray, the head of the FBI, was asked before the Senate Judiciary Committee about it, he denounced the document. And, and, And he said the document was appalling and that it had been withdrawn. Well, what has now broken this week is, is that Jim Jordan and, and the House Committee on the Weaponization uh, of Law Enforcement has made public that the FBI, and in particular the Richmond Field Office, 
was using undercover uh, agents, um, and and in particular, at least one undercover employee, to try to penetrate local Catholic churches. And so, for example, uh, this is a quote from from the opportunities uh, that part of the memo, it says, uh, in addition to redaction, we don't know what's under the redaction, engage in outreach to the leadership of other society of set was entitled interest of rat of racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists in radical traditionalist Catholic ideology almost certainly presents new mitigation opportunities. And so th- this this memo it was called a domain pr- pr- perspective was leaked by a whistleblower and when Chris Ray, the head of the FBI, was asked before the Senate Judiciary Committee about it, he denounced the document and, and, and he said the document was appalling and that it had been withdrawn. Well, what has now broken this week is, is that Jim Jordan and, and the House Committee on the Weaponization uh, of Law Enforcement has made public that the FBI, and in particular the Richmond Field Office, was using undercover uh, agents, um, and and in particular at least one undercover employee, to try to penetrate local Catholic churches. And so, for example, uh, this is a quote from, from the opportunities uh, that part of the memo, it says, uh, in addition to redaction, we don't know what's under the redaction, engage in outreach to the leadership of other Society of St. Pius X chapels in the FBI Richmond area of responsibility to sensitize these congregations to the warning signs of radicalization and to enlist their assistance to serve as suspicious activity tripwires. And, and so this piece Chris Ray had not indicated before that the FBI was was placing undercover operatives. Well, I don't know whether they were trying to recruit uh, undercover sources from within the Catholic Church or whether they were trying to place agents undercover. Either way, that that is a major escalation from what was known previously, and 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 it, it's very concerning. So basically, what what we're listening to there, and and that portion from the verdict with Ted Cruz, and you can just Google verdict with Ted Cruz. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Google Podcast. It's on a number of other platforms as well. And he basically, you know, talks about it and 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 how it is, uh, you know, appalling that that is actually something that was initially denied by the director of the FBI, and then it was turned around to be something that actually did, in fact, take. Place. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, why are they bringing these things out? You know, it, it should be uh, it should be something that, that law enforcement should be able to do. They, they, we, they have nothing to hide. They have nothing to fear. No, this is different because this crosses over the First Amendment of the Constitution, which basically assures freedom of religion. It also talks about the self-incrimination clause, which is the Fifth Amendment, which allows people to express themselves up to a certain level, so long as they're not incriminating themselves. People in church, particularly in confession, particularly in, in uh, ceremonies and masses, may express opinions, may express uh, their, their uh, views on certain things that they would not otherwise express 
outside of a church. There's always been this theory of sanctuary within a church to express opinions. And that is how by expressing those opinions within a congregation, that opinion is either accepted or not accepted. The person is either told, no, that's not the way you should do things. This is the way they should. you should do things. That as Christians, you turn the other cheek, that you that you give uh, you know, uh, people as many chances as they can in order to succeed and, and do better in the world, even if they're failing at so many things. But in this particular instance, it would seem the FBI just wanted to breach that aura of uh, sanctuary, that protective area that they grant to other groups, and particularly because it is Richmond, Virginia, and it is known that it was a radical Protestant activist who was heading that particular FBI office, as there are many who are members of a group uh, that essentially, uh, you know, they've been around forever and uh, they're, they're, they're part of these uh, organizations similar to certain Masonic lodges that uh, just have it out for the Catholic Church. You know, they. they they completely do not understand any of the ceremonies or anything that goes on with it, and they view it all as something that needs to be rebelled against. And you could go back to Oliver Cromwell, you could go back to Martin Luther in Germany, and the different factions that have their different views. And obviously, yes, with as a Catholic, I have to admit, yes, there were times the Catholic Church could be equally just as strange, but that was hundreds, if not a thousand years ago, when those things were happening. And uh, it's changed a lot. You know, but unfortunately, people still go back. It's just like those groups that that uh, you know claim that there's this uh, cabal of bankers and they're all, you know, of one particular uh, Jewish uh, bloodline, and, and then they control all the banks in the world. No, it doesn't exist. Okay, that that may have existed at one time in one part of one place of the planet, but it doesn't exist anymore. Times have changed. People move on. Uh, there are a lot of issues that are more important to be discussed. And in fact, allowing the FBI in one particular area to go into it, one has to wonder if they were doing it in Richmond, Virginia, and then most likely they were doing it in New York City. And most likely they were doing it in, in churches here. Most likely they were doing it during COVID. Uh, the fact that government shut down the ability of churches to even hold worship outdoors because they just wanted to control everything and clamp down against churches has led to almost a, uh, the same thing the Chinese CCP does in China when they crack down on churches, that you, they want an, an official church. You see, members of the Democratic Party have this thing where they want to replace religion with party membership. They think tithing is something that you should do for the Democratic Party. That if you get a benefit from government, that if you uh, earn your pay some way or another, or, or you derive some sort of uh, uh, advantage because you're, you're a part of uh, you know, uh, a community that is run by the Democrats, when in fact, very few people who live in the communities run by the Democrats, except for criminals, have seem to be benefiting lately, uh, that they think, these Democrats think, especially the hardcore left of center, DSA, you know, the uh, sometimes jokingly called the demonic uh, Satanists of America uh, or the, uh, you know, uh, Democrat Succubants uh, Association, 
which basically want a piece of the action of every little thing that they can, and they're doing it in many, many communities in the United States. Uh, you know, work the families. Uh, they call themselves working families, but they do very little for families or people who work. And basically they work the system to make as much as they can for their party, their group, their organization, to come up with more rules that allow their oligarch supporters like George Soros and Pierre Omnidor and others to profit off of uh, what, what is going on. Hey, that's how Bloomberg got rich in certain ways, in certain areas, uh, you know, pretending to be this neo-type uh, leader with a you know new prospect of, uh, of a society, but was actually kind of this weird merchant socialist economist totalitarian type system that even wanted to control the size of soft drinks that people drank. Yes, it is America, and yes, we do have a lot of freedoms here. And one of freedom is, of course, from unreasonable search and seizure. One of freedom is, of course, the right to worship in peace without government stepping in. Another one is there is no official religion. So please stay out of our churches. And Chris Ray, that's an embarrassment, really. You know, all we can do is hope, as I've talked to many former federal officers and agents through the years, many who've retired and long since have been out of the service, uh, U.S. attorneys as well and others, and they all share one particular point of view, that the over-politicalization of law enforcement, particularly at the federal level, is something that is dangerous and needs to be watched out for. It needs to be controlled and it needs to be a step back. Because while the leftists are doing this to get payback for something that happened in the 1950s when the you know, Red Scare was taking place, it is something that also needs to be put into perspective that maybe that Red Scare era actually did have a purpose and did prevent the communist takeover of the United States in the 1960s and 50s. But unfortunately, they were able with their allies in Hollywood or by taking over the unions that control the movie studios, eventually present different opinions on this. Hey, it's a different world now, obviously, and just as the churches have changed and all that and other things, we know that the real reason behind a lot of what is going on is that these groups just want to be able to continue to spread their rhetoric, their control, and their ways of making sure the society follows just them. Don't fall for it. That's the latest from me for now. We hope to have something on the hearing with uh, Congressman Jim Jordan and his uh, uh, look into how, uh, you know, uh, the meanies of Manhattan, the uh, Manhattan DA and some of these other groups have come forward uh, to uh, basically become the shock troops of, uh, of uh, you know, the, the, the leftist Democrats and basically step away from prosecuting crime, but instead are persecuting citizens. And we hope that indeed will change soon. Efforts by Jim Jordan and others are important. They do make sure that people do have the freedom to express themselves and go out and be safe. Whereas now they're not in New York City. And Manhattan's meanies led by, you know, uh, some people call him bad breath brag because basically everything comes out of his mouth stinks, is something that just needs to be stopped. There needs to be an end to politics for politics sake. And there needs to be something we'll return to which is service to the community. We thank people for their service because they've served. Alvin Bragg does not serve anyone but himself. 
this party and the totalitarian dictatorship that it is raising and bringing onto America through a uni-party system that is against everything that America stands for. I'm Mike of New York, Mike Cohen. We'll be back with more on our next episode, hopefully with that hearing by Jim Jordan and the House Judiciary Committee's field hearing that will be taking place on Monday, the 17th of April. See you then.